welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Anti-Daunting. Ahoy! Ahoy! It's... it's... it's, it's the weekend! You? <laughs> it is, in fact. Surprise! Oh, <laughs> things up a bit. You know, got to keep it fresh. Yeah, it's all good. I'm, you know, like first off, I didn't have internet at my office like I thought I was going to, and secondly, probably far more important, I did not remember my laptop. So that is a uh, that's definitely a key ingredient. In this I have whole... my microphone though, so that was, <laughs> that was all packed away. Hey, you know that it's all good. Uh, it's alright. I mean, yeah, just whatever. I, I'm the one with the least changey schedule, so, like, I don't care. I'm like, what's it going to Yeah, I schedule. the same thing every day. It doesn't matter. <laughs> My schedule has been everything. It has been nothing but not changey. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, very intense. Sorry about that. That's okay. It's all part yeah. of it. Driving. True. All part of it. We got uh, some news. News about the car. It is. Oh, it is not totaled. Hey, uh, but uh, but like is, close. So it's uh, like worse, maybe for you. It, it was like, <laughs> well, yes. As a matter of fact, it was like right on the line. Yeah, it's like and oh, it's like three hundred dollars away. Like oh no, that's actually worse because pretty, they have to like pretty much. And, uh, ah. What I did find. So this is a uh, 2005. I keep calling it a 2006. It is a 2005 Honda Accord Hybrid. It is the first gen hybrid Accord that they made. Um, its battery was pl- replaced in 2012. We bought it in 2015. Uh, they gave me the repair price, and they're like, "This is 70 percent." of its value and i looked at the repair price and i went i went huh and so i did a little math and i found out that seven years ago we bought this car and its value given has not changed (laughs) given given how much used car values have gone up and that That's is insanity. That is the only reason why this car was not a hundred percent totaled. Ah oh, man, stinking <laughs> used car prices! <laughs> right, sticking oh, it to you when you're not expecting it. I was so angry because you know, it's like, oh yeah, used car market is great when you have a used car to sell, <clears throat> but yeah, now not when you have like, a used car that's broken. <laughs> yes, I could have literally. They would have. They would have paid me. A mere few hundred dollars less than I paid for this car seven years ago. If it had been totaled. So. <laughs> just like, look at the mechanic and be like, yo, can you just like, no, I did. what's it worth to you to like break something real quick? Like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, can you go can you check? Like, I don't know, like something else. Like, go check something else. <laughs> yeah. Can you just like mark down that something else is broken like oh and here's the thing but. because <laughs> i hit i hit the exact size the, the i hit the how do i say this the optimally sized dog to damage it to the extent that i did but not a mere measure more because 
if the car, if the dog had been taller. It's a, it's a weird sentence. I'm just going to yeah. go ahead and okay, say that. This. If the dog had been larger and taller, it would have slammed into my hood. I would have had hood damage. Oh. Okay. And windshield damage. And windshield damage. So you're saying you should have hit a deer. Yes. <laughs> but because if the okay. dog had been smaller, it wouldn't have had the mass to do the amount of damage that was done either. So this dog was perfectly sized yeah. to not damage my hood. My hood is not being replaced. Okay. My front bumper and grill are. Oh, my, there's the couple hundred bucks right there. There was. <laughs> there are no headlights are damaged. My like because it was just perfectly sized to slam. Bro, one headlight would have been it. My radio would have pushed it over. These are the things that I'm like. This was you could not have asked for a more like perfectly placed hit. Because again, if it had been bigger, way more damage. This would have been total. If because then when we're talking like body panels and stuff, and that gets yeah. Bleh. But because it was like a plastic bumper and you know the front of the engine bay they were like oh well this is no quarter panels are damaged and the Nothing. radiator yeah the radiator <laughs> it's like oh well okay <laughs> fine just Dang boom right like, down the middle should have like kicked out the headlights when you're sitting like, there like was, <laughs> weirdly whenever i called the like insurance people to initiate the claim they asked me, they asked me very specifically, did your airbags deploy? Are the wind, are the, are the um, headlights broken? That was their second question to me. It's very weird. And I guess that's a measure of severity. For how bad was well, the front end collision? That makes sense, right? Yeah. Like it's a very, I, I thought about that. I was like, that was a very quick and easy way to distill the severity of a head-on collision. When I said I slammed into a dog, you know, yeah. that, uh, that, that means that, that there's been a lot more crumple in the hood or a impact to a side panel. They immediately know if the headlights damage, there's going to be panel damage. There's going to be hood damage. They already they, like that puts them down the road metaphorically here a lot further <laughs> than, than uh other question and it's something that's going to be easy to recognize by somebody standing and looking at their car because it's you know they're going to say is the True. is the is the front quarter panel damaged so people are going to go i don't know maybe it's war I, don't, I have no idea but is the light broken you can tell that immediately yeah that's true it was just a weird second question that weird. I was not anticipating, but then the more it was a weird about second it. question. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like, but it is, it does make diagnostic sense, right? Like, yeah. like you said, that's a pretty recognizable thing to notice, especially in the, you got to think too, like you're calling your insurance person, like after some sort of traumatic event, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> you have to make this process like, simplified down and scaled down so that people in a you know ex that have just experienced a traumatic situation can grasp sort of what's happening because like like you know you said after you had yours you were like oh i should stop the car <laughs> like, I, yes. ah! <laughs> like <I> just, oh. <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly where i was like oh 
uh wait a minute it's like your your brain is not functioning properly after after trauma like that because yeah. it's trying to like cope with things so yeah interesting yes so hmm. interesting except in that it did not kind of arrive to the decision that i wanted but yeah. what that means is once it and because it's not total it's not going to impact like the title so well, that's good, I guess. It's going to be reported on a Carfax, most likely. But then the guy said, usually they only report those if it involves another vehicle. To which made me oh. think, oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. What kind of horrible things are happening to vehicles out there that like, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at? They're like, clean Carfax. And it's like, well, no, yeah. actually, this could... <laughs> as long as it wasn't totaled. This Especially could been... in Missouri, right? It's like the how many of those cars have hit deer or cows <laughs> right my, like <laughs> this is my thought so oh no <laughs> yeah so now i'm like really super scrutinizing every used vehicle i'm looking at now so i'm hoping and because i don't have panels or things like that to get replaced i i do i do believe i believe that the repair should go by faster because it, it what i've been hearing is that body panels have been the major sticking point for repairs. Um, you do. You do remember that you had a car in the shop not that long ago with a transmission problem that was there for like twenty-seven years, right? So, like, yeah, just uh, as long as okay. So, as long as they order the right parts, ah, uh-huh. so we're assuming that. But I, that made sense to me because you know the front quarter panel of a two thousand five Honda Accord sedan pretty specific i don't think they're using those on any other kind of car but the radiator yeah but yeah radiator is like okay probably rebend right yeah it's yeah thing. or you can get i think radiators are like is it this size okay bam like whatever It'll go yeah there. is it size for this engine for this kind yeah of, you know specs like this exactly. yeah yeah like pulleys this like fluid volume or whatever right like yeah i don't think pulleys and belts are going to be yeah, those are much more universal parts than this. So I'm I'm hoping that this kind of speeds it up a bit. Um, but I don't know. We're we're in this. So true. I do miss driving it though. Uh, so I, I have the Toyota Corolla SE, and I have texted you my thoughts on the car. Yes, listeners, my brother, for reasons. Well, we know that he romanticizes cars way too much, but he has decided that the number one selling car in the world for the past like several years running is garbage. <laughs> and everybody who has bought one is wrong. <laughs> Look, so my question is that I have to ask is what trim level did these people buy? Because I, I just the stat just said Toyota Corolla. Yeah, see this. So is I don't know. I don't I think it was to... probably taking into account all trim levels. Yes, yes. Because if you had like the Corolla, what is it? The um, oh, I don't even pretend to understand the differences in trim levels in cars because they're like so subtle that I don't. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. So I I have the Toyota Corolla LE. Which is the one step up from the base model. There are apparently one, two, three, four, five, six, six trim levels. It's too many. Too many. <laughs> it doesn't 
up to nine, and you can figure up to nine different configurations. <laughs> Too many. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> so I, this doesn't make sense, but I don't like any of these. Um, the base model. Now, here's what I'm going to say. I'm sure that the Corolla, like XE, XSE Apex Edition, like the top of the line, probably rides a lot better. But here, like, yeah, but you got to imagine, like, that is not the one that's driving the sales, right? People aren't buying the oh. top of the range one. Okay, they're buying the middle of the range. Yeah, seriously, probably. They're no. probably buying the middle and down, right? People aren't buying, like, the super duper toppity one. Because if they're going to buy the super duperty top Corolla, they're going to actually buy just the next level of car up. They're not going to go, <laughs> they're not going to go like, you know what I mean? Like that, that, so yeah. <clears throat> the problem with having uh, nine levels of trim, you run into the, the movie theater drink problem. Yeah. Right. You heard this theory where like the medium size is useless. They don't make the medium size for you to buy it. They make the medium size for you to look at the large and go, ah, but that's only a little bit more. Right. And I'm getting so much more drink. I should go there. But like the problem with the car is <laughs> you're not now like the top, the super duper top Corolla model is pushing you to the next level of Toyota, right? Like whatever Camry, that is. Right. It, yeah. The Camry, right. right? You're yeah. just like, well, I could buy the Camry instead for like, if you want five hundred more dollars, so like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I I believe that <laughs> mid mid tier trim levels sell better than the base models, and I base this purely off of the used car market when I'm looking at car sales for for resale of like, what do I find most often? Now this is just my cursory glance. Whenever I was searching for cars in Dallas and Arlington and Texas, but that is a large metropolitan area and. Listeners, you must know by now if you've been following us for any time that Colin all of his time looking at used cars. <laughs> it's like his do. hobby, right? Like I look at like I don't know, like you know, guitar things. Colin just looks at cars, like only. Like, oh, he's yeah. like it's pretty much just what? text me random <laughs> random screenshots of like <laughs> car pages. They're like, beautiful. What about this one? <laughs> like, and it's the most random things you've ever seen in your life. Like, so, so here's, here's something that I do. So we're looking maybe like, okay, let's go look at a Toyota Tacoma. Just try, try, try and find a used bog standard Toyota Tacoma. It, it's almost impossible. What do you, what do you find for sale? The TRD pros and the off roads and the sports and all those trim levels. Those are what you find out there. Uh, you don't find the like base model with like cardboard. Like you don't find those for sale. Now it could be because those people don't resell them. Very that could be. They're still driving them. Probably still driving. <laughs> still driving. Right. Them. So, but anyway, regardless of that, I have not enjoyed the Toyota Corolla. Now I will say it's fine. It's transportation. I need <laughs> it's transportation. Fine. True. It's done. But when you can, when you when you the um. Just as an example, the the visor pull down. It is a meaty visor, right? Pull it down. When you flip it back up, it goes up with such force that it hits the roof, and you can hear the reverberations along the roof go behind you. Okay, <laughs> like <and then laughs> so. Props to the spring and mechanism on the visor. <laughs> but, True. But 
points lost for road dampening insulation on the roof. That's okay. That's what I'm talking about here. You can tell. Oh, this is this is a less you know high end thing. So it's an LE. I'm not expecting the world here. I was just a little like really taken aback when I sat in it. Like, oh, okay, this is and standard car. Yeah, well, that's what I'm doing right now. I have uh, officially gone to the Toyota official Toyota website, and I am trying to ascertain the difference between the two. Right, the L, the base model is the L, which first of all, Toyota, that's a terrible name. Um, the LE, uh, there is a. So apparently, the key features that are that are highlighted in bullet points without expanding the thing without clicking the more features seems to be it has the LE has automatic climate control. It has an eight inch touch screen as opposed to the standard seven inch screen mm-hmm. and remote keyless entry system, which mine actually does not have. <laughs> well, I don't know. There you go. Maybe I just have, <clears throat> no, I no, I have the, I don't <laughs> Well, this is the like this is the 2022 one. Oh, right. This I'm is, looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at the know. new one, and those differences will cost you a mere three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> those are three hundred and fifty dollar difference. There's only a three hundred fifty dollar difference between the L and the LE. So obviously, you're not buying the L, right? Exactly. Now, so see, here's the real question. So see, the L. See, nobody the, buys the L because it's only three hundred dollars yeah. more. So. The L is just out. Who buys the L? Fleets. Fleet vehicles. True. Oh, that's true. Yes. So, so those are sold. Yeah. If you're a large corporation who needs company cars for your, you know, for your workers, you're going to buy the L and you're going <laughs> to you buy that one. 700 of those. into Yes. So it appears to go. I'm going to not. Okay. So the non hybrid, I'm going to leave out the hybrid here. Okay. We're not going to count that one. But so the LE, well, I'll put the hybrid in. I'm just going to go through the whole range real quick. Oh. The L, 20,425. Okay. LE, 20,875. Uh, the SE, 22,875. You jumped two grand. So this one, now you have alloy wheels and like, I don't know, other things. I'm not going to read these whole spec sheets, but sure. uh, then it appears you go to the uh, SE Nightshade Edition, which is blacker than the rest of them, apparently. <laughs> it is all. Uh, 23,575. Uh, they put these out of order. See, they're messing with you. The hybrid is 24,050. The XLE is 24,825. The, oh, Lord, SE Apex Edition, which is not a good name because it's not the top of the range one. Nope. So why would you call it the Apex if it's like still on the way up? Because it's the Apex. It does have SE. lower sport tuned suspension, though. Uh, 25. Yes. 25, 570. Uh, XSE again, terrible. 
26 <laughs> 325 see and then the xse apex so the apex apex 28 <laughs> 710 which is the weirdest ending hundreds number that is those are negligible like all those you all not need to be there <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. They're this separated by ridiculous. less. Than, they're separated by less than two thousand dollars a piece. So of yeah, course. it's only eight thousand dollars from the not even. Not yeah, even. eight thousand dollars from the top to the bottom. This is what I'm saying. Like okay, who? So is that? So if we if we exclude the L because nobody's buying that. They yeah, and so the, the Camry. Hold up, the base model Camry is twenty eight. C flat. Yeah. Right. And so so this is I was right. <laughs> So from from the S E because that because that or sorry from the L E at twenty four all the way up to the Apex that's only a four grand difference yeah oh no wait that was the Camry hybrid the just normal Camry is twenty five yeah so see the base Camry that no one's buying is twenty <laughs> so because with that you could get the Apex edition that has bronze body kit and an eight eighteen inch black flow formed wheels and lower sport tune suspension I also yeah that's when you start you know, talking because I wanted to say hey, you know but like it's important can, this is what I'm talking about it, it's stair stepped in such a way that the the one you're looking at never makes sense because the next one is it's just just a, enough better <laughs> like four dollars mm. a month so nobody buys like the lower half of this. Yeah. And they're all the same. Like they're all the same, like gas mileage, right? Yes. That doesn't seem to change that engine sizes don't really appear to be that different. Right. I didn't look at the, like, again, I did not go into the detailed spec sheet here of all these things. Cause I don't have time for that, but it's no, ridiculous. Pretty much the same. And so that's what I'm saying of, <laughs> Nobody's buying the vehicle that I'm buying because also the vehicle that I've got is from a rental car company. Yeah, they're true. not buying the nice fancy one. So no, no, it, no. Is, it is not a pleasurable experience to accelerate not that rental car in company. this vehicle. Um, the oh here you go. It's whatever. So uh, I, it is sufficing. Um, some nice features that I will say. So here's some praise that I will, I will compliment. All right. It does have a feature that a feature. <laughs> Called one feature. One feature. Okay. Two features. Well, okay, so I have one, and I have a complaint about another feature that I thought would be cool that actually isn't. So this is oh, your, this your hot fair take. Enough. The the as a parent, how do you know if your children have buckled into the back seat? You either A uh, look at them. Okay, yeah, you have to turn around and look at them, or you have to ask them. Neither of which end well sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of those is more reliable than the other yes uh that's what so what the corolla has is a feature that shows you it's a little display that while you're in park it shows three seats in the back and if they're red they're not buckled in and if it if they disappear they are buckled in and it shows you that on the display which is nice everybody so just piled in you just look there as soon as the last one dis- comes off you're able, you you know okay everyone's buckled in we're ready to go that's a cool feature we'll say true okay the cool fe- the feature that i thought would be cool that's actually horrible is automatic high beam have you seen these oh no no okay so when you're driving on the in the corolla you have your normal beam 
you take the left stock and you flip it forward. <clears throat> to which you think, I will now have high beam. Oh. No. You have high beams if it deems it appropriate for you to have high beams. <laughs> all right, that's not cool. That's, yeah, that's not cool at all. No, Come on, car. Say, Let me turn my lights on brighter. <laughs> there is a way to like override this, but you have to click it twice. And if you just click it once... You probably have to go into that eight inch touchscreen menu and like override and like manually activate, uh, like go to the secret sub menu and activate yeah. manual bright headlight mode. Probably. Yeah, but it, it then will, <laughs> it then will automatically turn on and off your high beams as cars come towards you, which is kind of, that's interesting. No. No. Right. I did not, that's I not did good. not like this because I was like, going through a pretty like super dark part of my drive home last night and i was like need high beams and the car was like do you do you really let's see and then like came on for a second and then the car crested the hill and they were like god none for you (laughs) i was like "Ah." yeah susan and i were reminiscing the other day about the headlight feature that is sorely missing from modern vehicles and that is the bright to dim foot switch for the headlights. Ah, in my in this is the superior way to activate <laughs> your brights oh, or yes. your not brights, right? This is the best this is the best thing ever. Uh I had that on my car a long time ago and it was great. And Susan was talking about how her dad had that in one of his trucks or something. I don't remember exactly which one, but it was uh she liked it very much as well. So that is a feature that I think is missing from modern cars that you need to bring back is the it's just a little switch on the floor. You just like click it with your foot and the brights, the high beams come on or off, but it's foot activated. That is the best way to do it. I think it's, it's much more satisfying. Apparently I have found an aftermarket way to install this into a car. I mean, you probably can because the switches were just like, a big cap switch, right? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> you could just run right that now. to the thing, right? I imagine that's not, it's probably not the hardest mod you could pull on your car, right? No, like, no. But I, I think, I agree. It's, it's much, it's, what's your left foot over there doing anyway? Nothing. Now make it do something to work for you. Yeah. And then, because in the situations where you need bright, a lot of times, you it's like raining, to, right? Like, it, I want to take <laughs> your hands off the steering wheel. And sure, exactly. the little like flip forward thing, but sometimes you don't, like, you're turning or you don't quite get it and you're missing it and you're panicked. Just foot smash on floor until you yeah. hit it, right? I like that. Yeah. I do too. It was great. I love that thing. Yeah. It's a big old gnarly button. Bam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what trim level is that, Toyota? What do I got? <laughs> Done for you. Dang it. Oh, I also learned I had to look this up. In in a Toyota Corolla, I, I mean, what what is okay. I I there is a feature of a Toyota Corolla that I had no idea. Okay. Toyota okay. Toyota Corollas have a B gear. What? Yeah. What is a B gear? Okay. So the, the the shifter, park, okay, okay yeah, park, park, reverse, okay, neutral, drive, B. Wait, that's the order. Yeah, park, reverse, neutral, drive, B, or whatever, whatever it is. I don't remember. That whatever. sounds wrong. I don't. 
uh, whatever it's supposed to be. B, B yeah. is after drive. So if you take the if you take it from park and you slam it all the way down, you are in B. Okay. So is that like the low? Okay. Kind is that of, similar? Kind of. Right. B stands for engine braking. Uh, what? <laughs> okay. Why? <laughs> I don't know why this is standard. What an intriguing on Corollas. But it's it stands for a break or break in automatic gear. So it uses what? the transmission to brake specifically when you are either a going through steep hills. Okay, well that makes sense. If you're like in the, I guess if you are in mountainous terrain, right? Yes. Yeah. So you. Prefer- so is that the thing where I saw some other car had this where you like you push you're pushing on the gas right and then like when you push off of the gas it just starts automatically braking yeah yeah it, it kind okay. of well automatically braking but it's specifically used for like going downhill yeah also it's it will also work in like uphill roads because there's always more there's resistance there so it it yeah under heavy loads the engine works better and then if you are towing with one of these it's better for that why are you gonna tow? what are you telling with a toyota corolla another corolla I don't let's know. be real <laughs> But I'm telling you anything. It, That's it, just, it's on their transmissions they put in every car. So they're like, eh. <laughs> it, it's very odd. Very it's weird. I don't even find a use for the low, right? Like, I think I viewed the low in the automatic transmission like, yeah. Twice in my whole entire life, right? That's not, <laughs> don't, it's not really a feature that you need. So you really don't need, like low. Yeah. I, uh, I, I've used low or like forcing it into first gear when the roads were kind of slippery and I was trying to prevent it from shifting too fast. And I was wanting to. Yeah. I did that. Like, so in the old, uh, in Cavalier, you could do that, right? It would do, it had like first or maybe it was low. I don't remember. But I did that once. I think that might have went slightly broke the transmission, but like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Don't tell dad. It's okay. Um, yeah. Like maybe, but and then in my Dodge, right? It was a but it was a different transmission in that and the Charger, so it was like a it had like one two drive, so it was like it was only three speed anyways. It was like one two three blah, <laughs> but it was like automatic, so you could like power shift it right. So that was a little yeah. different too. Yeah, but uh, these like normal cars, right? And like the Mitsubishi, right? It had that. It was had like driving low. I don't think I use low ever. I no. I think maybe like one time. Okay, so like I was trying to go like somewhere and it was real snowy. Like our road, Dad's driveway and the road are real snowy. I think I put it in low so that instead of drive because it, it only had drive in low. So I think I put it in low when it was going like down the hill and it was snowy, so the, it didn't, like, run away from me, yeah. right? I think that's what... I think that is the only time I've ever used it. And it was, like, that very specific criteria of, like, super wet, snowy road. <laughs> yeah. So, I... I had no idea what this thing was. 
And I don't know who's pulling stuff with a Toyota Corolla. I don't know who's doing this or whatever. Like, I don't know. So, so that is something I learned that they have a B ear that stands for like automatic braking of the engine. And it, this is <laughs> bizarre, but now I know. That's very odd. That's very odd indeed. I've learned. So that's been my um, review of the Corolla. Um, yeah. <laughs> bad. There we go. Bad. <laughs> Not good. Bad. So, you know, we're still trying to figure out what we're what we're going to get next. I don't know what's going to be. Um, we know it's not going to be a Corolla. Not. We know that. But then I'm like, what do I need to drive like a higher like a higher model? But then I'm like, no. So, <laughs> the Apex Apex edition. Apex of Apex. Uh-huh. That's what I'm going to ask. You know, could, to, you know, they're sick of tired of seeing me because I did go and I drove a uh, I drove a used Tacoma and a Forerunner, and I was like, eh. Yo, if the this what the new the new forerunner is based on the website I was just on, they are ugly. So I would <laughs> No, I don't yeah, no, one. I'm not getting a new one. These are really many years old. Thing is disgusting. <laughs> what are you doing? What is that? <laughs> yeah, well they modeled it after the tundra. Um which is a mistake. Which I was not I'm not a there. Uh, no. So I'm kind of afraid of what they're going to do to the Tacoma, because I liked it the way the Tacoma looks. It just looks yeah, well, you know, that's all right. I'll just go ahead. Get the Collins going for the random old car. He's going to get the square body Chevy. Yes. That's what we're going to do. That's, that's what we're going to do. Single cab. <laughs> yes. Exactly what I need to do. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, uh, kind of maybe bring in a hot hatch. Who knows? Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, the Corolla comes in a hatchback, hatchback just so you know. It does but my friend actually has one. I think I've only ridden it like a few really times. Well, but. on all none of the um the hot hatch tests that I have seen. Ah, dang it! <laughs> <laughs> not big things hatchbacks. They're not a like Ford had one. Yes. Uh, I guess the Civic has one, but the new Civic hatchbacks look. Not nice, <laughs> in no, my personal opinion. They don't. The the Golf GTI is still. Oh yeah, uh, uh, is still decent. Um, don't get the Type R. Get the GTI. No, Type R forever, because R stands for racing. Obviously, I did find a few <laughs> Civic Type Rs, and I was like, maybe, maybe that's family. It's a four door sedan. It is a four door sedan. <laughs> this conversation has reminded me. I can't remember the name of this YouTube channel that I watched, so I'm going to have to go back and see if I can find it again. But it's like these younger dudes, and they have like tuner cars, right? And they go on these like ridiculously long road trips in like the stupidest cars imaginable, like a, a built RX7, oh, right? Like <laughs> he took like some they took some super long road trip, and one of the guys drove like oh. his like '90s Mitsubishi Evo track car, like. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I know, but it reminds me of this. There, so that like a lot of it was like them changing oil in a parking lot, or yes. like <laughs> yes, that sounds like very good. And that's the other thing with this. I am, I am trying to, like, I'm genuinely interested in test driving uh, a golf like GTI or something. Try to find one of those used that isn't. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> not in the midwest right that's not a thing that can happen oh, tuned to within an inch of its life oh yeah <laughs> like impossible 
<laughs> yeah, those get scooped up. <laughs> so, yeah, there's no such thing as an unmodified, even like Honda Civics. Like it's just like I just want, just want or like Tacoma. That's because aftermarket parts for Honda Civics are like no dollars. Yeah, like you can buy just any aftermarket part imaginable, and they're like not that expensive, right? You can just go to town and do whatever you want. <laughs> And even yeah, so <laughs> legal or otherwise, and it's <laughs> yes. <laughs> so obviously, uh, <clears throat> hold on. Uh, we here at the O Brother Podcast only endorse legal modifications. All right, obviously, road um, <laughs> safe the earth. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's a great disappointment. Where I'm like, oh look, here's one. Here's a 2015, and it's like, oh. There's no trunk. Why is there no trunk space? Oh, because it's a massive, you know, that's where the nitrous system is. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> what is this hole in the hood? Oh, that's a turbo wastegate valve. Yes. Oh, dang like, it. What the heck? Or like <laughs> gaudy gold wheels. <laughs> Makes it faster, obviously. Yeah. I'll be, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> The hunt continues. The hunt continues. As always. As always. What's uh, what's been keeping you occupied? Um, fine, fine week. Well, let's see. Been a lot at school, and then uh, oh yeah, the big news. Spoilerinos here. Uh, Susan's mom is getting married tomorrow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh boy, that's happening. So cool. Yeah, that's a the thing that's happening. So that's uh the great drama in everyone's life currently. Okay. Uh <laughs> won't go into too much, but the various stages of acceptance from family members of that transpiring is uh interesting. So you know. Good? Yeah. So that's tomorrow. Uh that's happening tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> What a big piece of news to just, <laughs> just throw on you like that. Sorry, I didn't tell you about that sooner. Sort of slipped my mind before. <laughs> and then casually move on. <laughs> well, like, I mean, you know, it's like, you know, Ed, no, I, I don't have, I understand. Okay. you know, yeah. I don't have like big hot takes on this because it's, you know, it's not my parent. So, like, <laughs> so that's exciting. Are they, um, details um of the the bride and groom uh location uh uh it's at the church they've been going to right so they're oh. doing that they actually like went to high school together right really yeah and then like yeah so that's a thing they've done you know they both have lived around here their whole life so they're just like okay you know <clears throat> whatever uh for context Ladies and gentlemen, my this is my wife's mother, so uh, she's eighty five years old. <laughs> so this this is this whole like whirlwind courtship scenario has just been the most confusing thing I've ever witnessed in my entire life, uh, because like witnessing a person be eighty five, like switch back and forth between acting. 85 and like 13 like the it's just a weird like <laughs> it's like a weird like ping pong that your brain goes Whoa, what is 
Aw, super cute. <laughs> it's very strange. So, <laughs> uh, it's been hilarious. And, you know, so <laughs> that's happening tomorrow. Yeah. And then, so we got to do that. Susan made their like little flowers, their, what is it, corsage and boutonniere. That's the other word for that. Yes. Uh, she well, made those today for oh. them. So, yeah. That's that's, I mean, we haven't really been, they've planned everything. So, like, we're just going. So, like, I don't know. Just showing up. <laughs> yeah. So, it's well <clears throat> my afternoon. So that means I had to like find wedding clothing to wear. So sorry. That's obnoxious, right? Like, oh man, I have to wear like nice clothes. I'm not into doing that. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, pants. Uh... I know. Like, <laughs> it's all right. Sets off a string of things I have to do on the weekend, though. So, like the next. I don't remember when the I have to go to another wedding at some point soon. Oh, see, then, you need these things. You're gonna, you would have to find them at some point. It's true. We've been invited to a former student's wedding. Oh, that'll be exciting. Okay. Uh, and then I think it's next weekend. I think I have to double check. Uh, we're going to a quinceanera. Oh yeah, kablam! Wonderful. Big exciting times there. So it's just like celebration season, apparently, <laughs> in the fall. <laughs> It'll be very busy. Yes. Very full of delicious food. Oh, yeah, definitely. So <clears throat> more more on that later. But okay. yeah, wedding tomorrow. So we'll see. Uh, I don't really know. They claim it's not going to last very long. But. Uh, Susan's nephew is marrying them the same person that married us and that took a long time I remember so I don't <laughs> <laughs> he says it's gonna be short but sure. he's a known liar so we don't know <laughs> so do you have like an emergency like pull valve or how are you gonna yeah I don't know I don't know what we're gonna do give him the signal like yo what are you yeah. <laughs> calm it down yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, I so. can't wait to hear how this goes. <laughs> this will be interesting. Uh, so yeah, that's the big, that's the big celebratory news. Weddings of in-laws. Now that'll be interesting. I don't really know. It'd be it's gonna be weird because like I don't know any, but like I only know like him. Right, so it'll just be like, "Hey, here's all these random people." Like, oh, oh, yeah, cool. Like, I <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll find something to talk about over here. Yeah, I'm sitting in the back and oh. hide. And hide yeah. Good, good job. <laughs> Hiding. First one out. Yeah, no, I can't do that because I think Susan would probably stab me. Uh, oh, with something like throw candles at me or something like corsage, like, probably. <laughs> Maybe corsage pin. Oh no, boot near <laughs> pin to the to oh. the sternum. Blam. <laughs> well, good luck on that. <laughs> yeah, so that's be that'd be good. I think so. We'll just see how it goes, and I don't know about. I don't know. There's a parent like reception. That's gonna be the part that's oh. gonna take seventy five years. Because like her mom is all like, you know, she says all these things like, oh. 
I don't want it to be a big deal. She does. Right. It's a lie. She's all like, (laughs) I don't want it to be anything big. I don't want anybody to fuss over little old me. Lies. All lies. So, this better be perfect. Yeah, right? Like, I see. (laughs) So, so that'll be, that'll just be amusing to watch, right? Like, that that part will just be kind of funny. Like, where they met. Uh yes, well, <clears throat> so that's a uh, that's a big goings on for tomorrow. Boom, joy. Yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that earlier. That no, is probably important information that I should have shared. It's very good. Now, <laughs> fine. <laughs> it was one of those things. It seemed like it was weeks away until it was like, oh, that's tomorrow. Oh my gosh! All right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Do something with this information. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like whenever I we put together the um the retreat really didn't hit me that it was happening until I had picked up some of the participants from the airport and then I was like, "Oh. <laughs> oh. This <laughs> is happening now. Is oh no. This thing. <laughs> How did that go by the way? Oh, um, it was amazing. So we had all uh, right. Yeah, we had um, what do we have? We had eight. We had eight people come in. We had uh, we had representatives from uh, North Dakota, uh, Wisconsin, uh, North Carolina, um, Kansas City, uh, Missouri, and then we had three people. One, two, three, <laughs> that one's like literally feet away from where no, you she, had it. So no, I was like, she was like, <laughs> was like, when I found out you guys were doing this, and where I was nervous where you were going to hold it. And then I realized, oh, it's 10 minutes from my house. <laughs> I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> the winner is you. That's what... Yeah. Wait, so who do we have? So we had that. North Dakota, Wisconsin, uh, North Carolina. We had uh, that. And then we had uh, a suite of people. Three, three people from uh, Florida attend. Oh, wow. Which was kind of shocking. Um, is and, shocking. But... And so the whole premise of this was to just come together present problems that you are dealing with. And so part of this was also an issue of going, okay, like I know a lot of people do deep thinking about their issues, <laughs> but some people don't. And so we need to take time, like the first day to just kind of identify what those are or identify what your pain points are. So the second day we could do a deep dive. And so the first day was a little awkward because like nobody knew what to expect and I didn't know what was going on. But <laughs> it's good when you're the conference organizer, like I have no idea what's happening. Just no, winging really it. Was. Just kind of <laughs> dove right in. Uh, thankfully, Megan was there to ask the obvious questions that I forgot to like mention. So it's always the obvious ones you forget, right? It's always that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And so um, we went through that, and then the second day we woke up. We like went to uh, did a yoga class first thing in the morning, which was fine because then we came back and breakfast at the end doesn't start until like nine in the morning. Um, so we all came back. What is this? Like the opposite of a actual hotel like breakfast is only from 5 30 to 6 get out here losers like, <laughs> this was definitely like we'll we'll have and they would do different seatings for different guests so if you needed to leave early they would try and do something earlier or whatever oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. but they were like well standard is nine o'clock and they had this big 12 seat dining table and which was perfect for us 
Because I mean, yeah, that's like. <laughs> and we took up the almost the entirety of the inn, and so we just hung out in the massive living room and had the big dining room, and there was a library off to the side that we could go to, and just like hung out. And the, that second day, we all kind of went around and talked about our five things that we were working on, and then we presented the first one that we really wanted help with, and then the entirety of the group gave advice shared experiences a ton of resources were shared and that's like all we did the second day like we <laughs> it, it lasted hours like we i think we did like like six hours of that um going Dang. person by person went out to dinner then um the next day we woke up and we did a um okay you've identified your problems you have some idea and input the morning we're going to spend the last morning writing out our plan of what we want the next week, month and six months to look like and like putting an action step. And then we have, I built a Megan put in together a Facebook group and we're doing some accountability check-ins along the way. And everybody was like, when are you doing this next? Are you going to travel and do these around the country? Um, yeah. Like you need to charge more. <laughs> and, well, there goes my follow-up question of, how was it received by the participants? Yeah. I take it that was well. Yeah. So there we go. Check really, mark that one. And I'm sure in part of this too, like it was very not like Megan and I focused because we were actively participating as well. Like we were doing well, yeah, yeah, exercises yeah. and stuff. I was just the one telling people like, okay, this is the next step. Facilitating. Facilitating. Right? Like, which yeah. made it really great because then like the pressure was off of me. <laughs> like That's true because you could just kind of steer it in whichever direction was like coming up, right? Like, oh, that's good. We should spend some time there. And oh, okay, right. we can do this. Whatever people right? like, were needing, we could just yeah. kind of sit in that for some time. And then I wasn't the one having to be like, oh, here's the book you need to read for that. Or here's the podcast you need to do. Or here's the training you need to do. Like, that's true. Other people were like, yo, I read this thing and it's it, great. Like, <laughs> yes. And so it was like, all I have to do is make sure where this all gets captured and we're going to share this out so everybody can have access to this later. And that was my job and just listening to people. And I had some prompting questions or some things where I was writing down stuff. And, well, yeah. and, and if nobody touched on it, I would bring up a point to kind of foster some more discussion. And make sure it wasn't forgotten or like, exactly. oh, hey, we if didn't touch were, on this aspect very much or, you know. Yes. Or, the, you know, that everyone was kind of honing in on this one particular thing. And I'd be like, well, when you first started, you said this word. And what does that mean to you? And, yeah. and like it, that kind of thing. And so, like, that was steering, steering, huzzah, <laughs> like, that's all I did. And um, it was it was beautiful. <laughs> it was really cool. And I'm sure nice. some, people, some people probably got a lot more out of it. Some people were like, you know, like, they, you could definitely tell who clicked together of, like, immediately someone was like, you could tell, okay, these three people, they all have over 20 employees. They're talking to one another, <laughs> right? Yeah, because they're in a similar like situation, right? Like, this solo person and this person who just hired—they're talking to one another, and yeah. it just kind of organically happened where they would go sit next to each other at dinner and were tossing ba ideas back and forth, and they were doing this other stuff. So, you know, people got out of it whatever they put into it. Um, everyone was like <laughs> the the feedback. So then, of course, we put together a um a feedback form. Uh, obviously it's for them for fill out a survey and all the responses were basically like do this again um make it longer and they wanted more of a community building aspect of like someone was like can we volunteer at a local shelter 
or can we someone wanted us to like all go cook food together and i was like no i'm i'm not not, (laughs) we're not cooking together no thank you no thank you it'd be but i mean i mean i can see where they would want like like especially at the beginning like that team building aspect like build trust and like in that environment maybe but like yeah or maybe like the very end do some kind of like project something but that seems well, and that's why I kind of that's why I like <laughs> glad we had the yoga thing that we could all go to together True. and like have fun and laugh and you know and, and experience. Um that I feel like that was good. Um, yeah. They also really liked the location and the fact that we didn't have to leave the premise. We were oh, Yeah, sure it was a small in like self-contained area. And it was a 10-minute walk to downtown restaurant and everything yeah. else. Always a bonus. And so close they, food. They were like they were like <laughs> how, we need to, like try and do that again and i was like oh my gosh like i <laughs> there was so much work going into finding this exact location and like making sure it had enough room for us because a lot oh, yeah. of bed and breakfasts are like we have four rooms yeah right they're very small <laughs> and i'm like i need i need like 12 <laughs> which you're gonna get the next okay here we go here's my prediction three years it's gonna be one of those places that has like yurt campgrounds right it was like (laughs) with like a community hall right like yes pretty much (laughs) somebody did say can we go camping and i was like no that is right out is right out but if it was one of those places that had like instead of like tents it was like the little like cabins or lodges or whatever you know what i mean like a that would be that environment would probably be more suitable right because then there'd be like 20 individual cabins and you could have like you know bathrooms and stuff. You probably couldn't walk to downtown restaurants. That would be a problem. You'd have to like grill or something. That boo. But yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing. Of I was just like, I don't know how I would, you know, manage this. But then the other part that I was um, really interesting thought was that that I wanted to do was the. Um, the purpose of the workbook that I put together was for a personal retreat. And we were doing this all collectively. Yeah. And so all along, I kept telling them this workbook, you can do again and again and again, like by yourself. Like, this yeah, is a, you don't need to be here. For... You don't need to be here. Use this as a time to like invest in other people and help and get other people's like people were exchanging phone numbers and all sorts of stuff. And it was like, Yes, like use us as a testing ground. Like somebody was like, I'm writing a book. And we were like, send us all drafts. Like we'll give you comments and, yeah. and stuff. And like that's what we're trying to do with this. And um, and so kind of some of the stuff that they said, like, you know, a lot of people were like, I, I'm what I've never done anything like this before. I want to do this. Um, I want to do this by myself again. And um Everyone liked, like, they were basically like, don't invite any more people than like 10. <laughs> like, this is keep it small. Yeah. Keep it small. Don't do any more. Yeah, that's true. Cause, like, then you don't have those, like, times to just all be together. You know what I mean? Yes. <clears throat> because it makes it hard to touch, have touch points with 50 people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, I, I I want I want to make sure that people are focused on one another and learning about their businesses and yeah. So, um, I I think we're gonna, you know, people 
I'm I'm shocked because I was we were so light on details which would actually happen. We were just like, come have a weekend of big ideas and community and like, yeah. Yeah. like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, but now that you've done one, now you know like what to tell like you can give people a little bit more about what to expect because being is that you yourself didn't exactly know what to expect. Um now you have <laughs> a slightly better idea, right? You have some more points to be like, hey, this is possible, right? Not going to, but it's possible to do happen, right? Yes. Yeah. So the people that showed up and they gave us some very good responses. They were like, look, one lady was like, look, you got eight people to show up having no idea what was going on. <laughs> True. And she was like, and everybody's walking away from this saying, do more, do it again, do it again. And um, it, it, I think that there's a way to start doing different varieties of these, of like one feedback that we got from somebody was like, you know, you could have different tiers of, of one kind of retreat focused on early stage businesses um and then like a higher level more like resource intensive one for later people but honestly oh yeah i like having the people them all kind of mixed together right like the the conversation between the 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 lady who started her business she went full-time a year ago and the people who have been in it for like 15 years i mean that's an important person to talk to you like how do i get to where you are right you know what i mean that's a that's an important aspect of this kind of like small intimate environment that is a big deal. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. yeah. So there were and there was like the one hiccup was that I didn't because I had no idea how much time any of this would take. Like I legitimately like some people one person responded was like I was a little worried about when I looked at the agenda that it was going to be too light on substance or topic. And Megan was too. This Megan's initial comments was like you only have five bullet points here for the entire weekend. And I was like, no, <laughs> I know <laughs> it's fine. And we were really living on the fly of like, what do we do? Um, like just for an example, like I show up and I'm like, the first exa- the first exercise is to write out all of your, um, uh, your hats that you wear. That's how I phrase it. Right. I'm yeah. Like, where are your responsibilities in life? Because what we do then is we dive into each one of those and ask questions of, am I being excellent in this? And so I just had this idea of like, Oh, like we're all writing stuff down. Um, I have a flipboard. Let me tear off a page and post, put it on a wall. Um, and I had brought different colored pens. And so I was like, everybody write the ones that you wrote down on the board. And if somebody oh, already no. wrote down yours, put a tick mark by it. And <laughs> then this also was helpful because then I was like, oh, I can see who wrote down what, so I can ask good follow-up questions to them about that. And I gave everybody a different color so that it was uh-huh. more color-coordinated. Yeah. True. And so I go, oh, you know, Michelle, you wrote down um, cheerleader. Why? Right? And so it had a great discussion that way of like, and I didn't plan that before. <laughs> like, I had no hey, idea. It's fine. That. You gotta, you know, and this then, is, this is the, this is, I have this happen to me, right? Like, uh, <clears throat> it's a function of how you work best, right? Like, so some people are really like, they plan out everything like way in advance, right? And they like meticulously map out 
how things are going, but I cannot do that. Yeah. I've tried before. It does not. I can't get my brain to focus and like <clears throat> think that way. But whenever it's like happening, I'm like, I have a great idea right now. Go blah. Like <laughs> yeah. That's it is, it's so bad sometimes. It's like <laughs> trying to harness that is problematic because you're right. Because it's like, oh, well, I'll just, <laughs> just make it up as a go. Blah, but like, <laughs> like, you know, and how you know, whole first year of teaching. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I have this idea. <laughs> yeah. And like this. And then we, then after like at the end of the first day, Megan was like, okay, great. What's the second day like? And I was like, hmm, that's a really also good question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But what, what we were able to do was go, okay, like we focused on five things. I don't feel like we're able, we're going to be able to dive into five things for each person. So we need to challenge them to pick one thing they want to present to the group. And uh, yeah, like really now you've got to refine it even more. And present and talk and i know that one thing that i can do better next time is plan the second day better because we did we got up in the morning and i i did ask the um the inn to if they could make us some go bags first thing in the morning so that if people wanted to grab a fruit or some yogurt or um whatever some granola as we walked to yoga we could um if people oh yeah yeah yeah. okay then we came back from yoga and we ate around 9 30 and we were done by, say, 10.30. Okay, we were done eating by 10.30. Obviously, we're not going to stop for lunch, right? I mean, yeah, because it's like, but then, unless lunch is at like 2. 2, right? But then, we're going to, like, on, I, I was worried, and everybody agreed with this. Like, we didn't do a whole lot, but we were all exhausted by 5. Like, because we went from, 11 straight to 5 30 just yeah. straight through it doesn't make for the best day but we did we would have two people i ended i was like oh, okay like i see how this is going two people are going to present then we're going to take a 15 minute break to get up yeah, yeah, yeah. two more people are going to present then we're going to have a break and we kind of did that and that that seriously took us all the way to 5 30 and i had <laughs> because i didn't know how the second day was going to go i didn't make any dinner reservations <laughs> for uh, right and it's a saturday night at 5 30 uh, <laughs> oh no and then we had to do the decision making process of like where do we eat and then like because mm. the first night i made a reservation at like the most like generic of broad places yeah to try and capture everybody and then all of a sudden the second night is when people were like oh well i'm actually gluten intolerant or i'm vegan or i have a dairy allergy or i have this or i'm this and it was like then we just had to spend 20 minutes doing this. And then, <laughs> then like, I could have, I, I know I'm, I'm looking at going, I can improve that. Like, next time I can have, like, I can already have, like, two or three dinner options selected that we can, yeah. Do, right. Instead of being like, I don't know, Google it is basically what that's I true. Said. Free for all. So, <laughs> dinner or the old classic dinner on your own. Uh, see you later. <laughs> and I didn't want to do that. Like, I wanted everyone. No, because that kind of kills the whole point of the, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, and people did comment about how much they loved walking to places because it it provided a release of like de-stressing and coming down from things and like okay, like I can 
separate as I walk and we have more conversation. Like literally the co- no, we never stopped talking. Like that's the one thing that I really liked about this is like you wake up in the morning, everybody's up at the same time. We all go down for, you know, at the same time we talked, we went to yoga, we talked, we came back talking, we sat at breakfast, we talked, we went into the exercise and we talked and like all of this stuff is like, it, it was really good. Um, I think capturing that a little bit more as far as like, notes and resources can be improved on the other thing i know i want to do better on is helping people i've got to figure out how do i prepare them better to sit in silence and work because it's awkward it's like the first day we all showed up at two o'clock and i was like hey thanks for being here um here's the plan sit in the corner (laughs) pretty pretty much like i what i did was i i asked everybody to go around in the room and explain why they came here and what they were wanting out of it. And I wrote all this down. Um, and then I gave them a brief overview of everything that we were going to do, what the plan for the weekend was, which kind of changed later, but fine. And then I was like, well, the first exercise Tentative is, plan for the weekend. Yeah. The first exercise is sit and quietly think to yourself and write down these five things. <laughs> like, that's it. And that's true. That's a bit of an odd timing situation, was, right? Like It was a hard transition. And you could see people were like, oh, so I'm just going to sit. Now, the second day, the third day, people were like, oh, I got this. Like, I can sit in a room with 12 other people and just be quiet. Like, I can. Yeah. Um, but the first day is hard because you want to, like, it's a new environment and that's kind of yeah. weird, right? Like, but what also made it nice is we had beautiful weather. So it was like, hey, they have a massive courtyard. Go I'll show you lay, go outside. Yeah. Go yeah. lay in the grass. Go sit at the table, picnic table. Go to the library. Go to the living room. Go up to your room, right? Like, you can go find space. And then. Um, somebody said they were very kind. They said, I've I never felt hurry. And I could do my necessary thinking because I never felt like we had to be somewhere else. And I was like, Oh, good. <laughs> like I'm so glad. A function of all being in one room. <laughs> yes. Right. I, you, because, you don't have to go anywhere because you're already here. <laughs> well, and at a conference, like You've you've got, got five minutes oh, yeah. to go to the next thing, and then you've got to go to the next thing, and then there's a thing, and then there's a dinner thing, and there's a game, and then there's blah, and there's a social hour, and there's a, and you never stop moving. And so they liked the conversation space and the walking and the time, uh, but people were like a longer retreat, and so now I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like no, hold on, we're gonna no, not yet. <laughs> Oh, yeah, do a couple I, short ones first before you, you know, how to expand this, right? Before like, I go into a week-long thing. Yeah. But then again, you think if you have, like, if you add one more group activity, you've lost a whole day. I mean, that's, or most of a day, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, we, like, for the yoga, like, we got up, we got there, we started at 7.45, we got back to the house by 9, people went up to shower and refresh came down for breakfast at 9 30 we we breakfast until 10 30 we worked if we would have had another activity that afternoon like we would have only gotten in two three hours of work before we had had to go to the event do yeah, things, true come back shower like like i'm like i'm planning in people's showers time now and then go to dinner and then like that would have been the day so like okay maybe we do four days anyway so i <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot that we go in here but they um yeah all the feedback was good they really like the deep dive into like very specific questions that people had 
it it got down to like uh like there's a particular software that literally everybody there used in their business and so over dinner people oh, were like <laughs> people at dinner were like how do i do how do i do this one thing and four people would be like oh well this is how i saw that and this is how i saw that and this is how i saw that and then someone was like oh well you can just do this toggle and it was like like so many ideas came from this where i was like oh my gosh like there needs to be a, a software workshop where you bring questions for your software and i could bring together the five is five biggest software companies to answer those questions and all this stuff so there's just a lot that came out of it that's good yeah. i'm glad it went well yeah it was it was so exhausting i i, I can't even i'm still i'm looking at all my notes and thinking back <laughs> oh yes no i understand how exhausting things like that are when you are like doing like a maximum mental capacity for multiple hours at a time you come home and you're i mean this is like my teaching life right so you come home and you're like i didn't like do anything today but i am dead like i can't <laughs> like it's a different kind of tired right like this like just drained exhaustion like feeling it's weird but i know exactly what you're talking about uh i have this all the time so <laughs> Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um I do have plans. But part of this too was, you know, Megan and I we drove an hour and twenty minutes to get there. Um that we were beat by the person who lived in the city who had a ten minute drive. Everybody yeah, else like, had multi hour flights and layovers and all sorts <laughs> of stuff. Yeah. And I on one hand, I feel bad for them because a goal of mine is to make this as accessible to the most people as possible. I also have to balance out that with realistically accessible are, to you. What are, right? what are That's we able to commit to? <laughs> yeah, right. That's a yes, yes. What am I? What can I commit to and invest in? I don't. I yeah. That's important. Don't don't sell yourself short on that because like <laughs> I do not think I would be able to plan this event and have anything in me. If I had to fly to, I don't know, like Georgia or Pennsylvania or yeah. California, like there, no, like, I cannot commit. Well, to that. the good thing about Missouri is it's basically like the middle of the country. I know. So like, you know, it's so, pretty, pretty centrally. You're not going to get more centrally located no. than no. <laughs> Kansas City, Missouri, right? Like it's this right there. there. <laughs> This is what I was thinking. Do we just turn this into the annual Kansas City thing? I mean, yeah, right? Like, cause it, like it, because you could just, like, it's not. <laughs> like, oh, I'm saying it's, it's equidistant from everybody in the United States. Yeah, um, pretty much, right? It's like, it's not, it's not, Kansas City, Missouri is not very far from the like geographical center of the contiguous 48 states. So it's a, it's a massive city. I like it. I like it more than St. Louis. Shh. Okay. I mean, I think everybody likes it more than St. Louis. Let's be real. Everybody in Missouri likes St. Louis sports teams more. Well, not now that the Chiefs are winning. Everyone's remembered that the Chiefs, everyone like in the world has never liked football. Missouri's like, no, I love the Chiefs. Like, bro, stop lying. Get out of here. But, uh, so, <laughs> sorry, different tangent for a different time. Yes. But, 
Uh, like, yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with you that Kansas City is better. And, <laughs> and from the from the inter, from the international airport, um, yeah, you know, thirty minutes a thirty minute Uber, you get anywhere <laughs> in town. Yeah, really. And so, I really do think, as far as like accessibility, I think yeah, you, you're not really getting. I have a hard time more accessible than that, right? More accessible like, than that. And because people were like, oh, what if we did more remote or more, um, you know, more natural setting? And I'm going, yeah, but you can't get there. <laughs> I'm not shuttle. I'm not shuttling you. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, but this is what we talked about a couple weeks ago, right? Like, Kansas City is weird. At, well, like lots of Midwest cities is that if you drive 30 minutes away, you're in the middle of nowhere, right? Right, like yes. yeah. Yeah. as is so. As is a custom in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, you're just like if you just sort of drive a bit, you're not in the city anymore, and yeah. it's like the plains of northern Missouri. It's like not exactly yeah. the most exciting place in the world, but like, hey, it's remote, right? It's just yeah. field. <laughs> well, and if you so drive, like, but but actually, north of Kansas City, you get to some really beautiful parts along the Missouri River. That's and, true. The Missouri River is there, so it's a little more scenic, right? Yeah, it's a little yeah. than like glacial till plains. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, if you go northeast, is when you yeah. get to the Iowa, right? And you're like, Ugh. yeah, no, thank you. Um, no offense, but like, there's 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 real diversity there, and so yeah, I could do one where it's like, okay, this year we're camping. That's going to attract a subset of people. This year we're in downtown in a high rise. That's the yeah, subset. like, but it's still other. within thirty minutes of like yeah. everything is thirty minutes away from Kansas City. It right? takes it's like, me not an hour to get there. Like, yeah, like, like, we're all of a sudden I'm like, I I think instead of trying to go to different places, that this will be best if we plan it in our backyard. I mean, yeah, because, because like you said, you have your own business and family needs to take consideration, and you have to commit yourself to that. Yeah. But also, like. The diversity of scenarios and like situations and locations uh, that are not very far away from you are also staggering. So, like, <laughs> yes, you could be in one of those like bed and breakfast, like a literal barn one year uh, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, but it's actually only like 35 minutes away from, <laughs> from yeah. Kansas. I, I mean, this one technically we were in Independence. Uh, yeah, so like, is that? It's like, you know, ten minutes down, we could have, we could be in like the heart of Kansas City. Yeah, um, but ten minutes the other way, and you're in a field, and you're little. So like, that's <laughs> so you are. That's how it works. It's so bizarre. <laughs> so I'm having a hard time convincing myself of traveling to do this. To go, like, yeah, okay. I. The more I talk about it and think about it, the more I realize this needs to be the. We put it. We we host it in Kansas City. Like it's the. Kansas I mean, yeah. City. Or, yeah. Or you know, or someplace nearby the city. Nearby. Yes. Like in the Kansas City regional area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because what you know what I realized is a lot of people. Here's the other thing: because where do all like big big conferences and stuff go? They go to big big cities, yeah, uh, which tend to be coastal, and so Midwest gets cut out a a lot of those. Um, or True. they, or they'll jump up to like Cleveland and they'll go there. So it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Kinsey has stuff in it or Chicago. It's like, that's true. They have Chicago, right? Yeah. Like, 
but nobody's like so i kind of like the idea of also because you know i'm i i'm proud of midwest for a lot of things i think it does a lot of um has a lot to offer and i kind of like showing it off to people who haven't spent appreciable time here uh and so i kind of think that that's an aspect too of part of the retreat is getting out of your comfort zone into an unfamiliar place um and who knows maybe there's a way in the future where we could branch off and i do have the secret like secret long-term plan of packaging these in a way that other people can host them locally Ah, true (laughs) so that i don't have to Uh, but like we can we can work with people yeah them on for themselves like involved in the planning process but like and we help the planning and they like buy a package from us and it includes the books and includes all the stuff and the the, yeah the how to um and but they they're the ones doing yeah so yeah that makes sense and i think that would also have a better local flavor and help anyway and then people who are interested in hosting can host anyway there's that plan so i think we'll probably keep it in missouri next year um I kind of, I do like secretly want to take it to Springfield, but I think that's a bit of a stretch for, um, you know, that's true. Like flying Less into there, airport. Uber cost. Um, it's true. So more connecting flights. Yes. Yeah. So, so maybe yeah. someday, maybe someday overall, that's, that's where, where it landed, um, with the takeaway and we charged, so we, we wanted to help cover some costs. So here's a breakdown for you. We, we ended up charging. My original goal was to make it free. But then when I. was <laughs> yeah, not really the like, best business strategy, know. right? Like, <laughs> Well, and, and also there is something to people commit to what they pay to. Um, yeah, and so yeah, exactly. I, I didn't. I didn't want people to just say they were going to attend because it was free. And then me plan for all and this And then no stuff. one come. Yeah, yes. that's a problem. Yes. That's a big problem. Nobody actually show up, or the day of, they're like, "Ooh, can't." So we ended up charging forty bucks to attend. And you definitely need to charge more. Yeah, <laughs> that's what literally everybody said. <laughs> they were like, "What are you doing? Like, are you <laughs> like, listen, this is the pilot program, okay? We didn't want to." <laughs> that's what I told them. That's what I told them. Um, <clears throat> You're secretly my guinea pigs. I've never done this before. <laughs> no, they all knew that. They all knew that. They all, they, they were they were well aware um and so they were like you need to charge more and so i'm i'm stuck on what that looks like um <laughs> did you ask the follow question of okay so like how much more like what <laughs> <laughs> so i sh- that actually should have been a um a thing but but then i was like i kind of like so here's here's my current concept moving forward because this is just how i am i hate asking people for money and doing stuff up front so there'll be a nominal fee to attend but then after the fact, there will be a follow-up email that goes out where they can pay for the benefit they received out of it. Kind of like a pay for what you want at a restaurant, only <coughs> you get to get it first. Or like a yeah, what is it when you do that? It's like a oh, I there's a scenario this happens in my brain and I can't retrieve it from oh. the vault here. Like, <laughs> well, it's called, it's called value for value. So like, yeah. What, and I have only ever encountered this at like a, a restaurant with no prices. And they just said, pay for what you feel like the, the meal was worth to you. And so some people pay a lot. Some people pay nothing. Um, 
everybody, everybody would pay seven, something, but at least we would have like the door fee, basically, yeah. some money. And then, because I, what I don't want is to have this like, because I know there's a coach that reached out to us and was like, you need to charge $1,000 for this and blah, 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 blah. I don't want to have charged That's, somebody $1,000. Makes it very inaccessible, them. right? Yeah, like it's both A, inaccess- inaccessible, and what kind of expectations do you set for a weekend that costs thousand dollars very high <laughs> very big <laughs> very big i don't want that pressure on myself now fair <laughs> <laughs> no thank you but if somebody got you know a hundred dollars value out of it well here's an opportunity for you to give back or what, what i don't know how i'd phrase it but yeah <clears throat> yeah I, I, this is a thing that i can't remember the scenario in which this has come up in my life but there, yeah, the thing where you just like just pay. It's like a, like at like charity dinners, right? Whatever. It's like, oh, it's yeah. free, but then you but you know pay whatever this is, or you know, like some yeah. like charity shops are like that, right? Like, oh yeah, it costs this, but if you want to donate, right? Wink, like, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know how you phrase that to make it not like cringeworthy, but yes, this is what <laughs> or like. Case desperate like I don't <laughs> yeah because i don't you know i'm sure but at least maybe you know charge like 50 bucks right <laughs> yeah 60 maybe because <laughs> then we also did um we got them all gifts and i think that that was just like a hedge on my part of like if anything goes wrong at least like they will have a present from me and hopefully it will make it all better. <laughs> like if this just crashes and burns they'll have this lovely hat okay I'll, <laughs> I'll give them I will give them a gift. And so what we did, I'm actually, I'm actually really proud of this. Um, when you go to a conference, when you go someplace, you get a swag bag. What's the yeah, swag it's, bag? It's usually full of stuff that I throw in the trash. It is. And for a lot of reasons. Yeah. This is it's because stuff I already have better versions of or things I never wanted to begin with. Or, or <laughs> but as we have, as we have determined on this show many, many times, I am not the target audience for conferences. So like that I'm an outlier in this particular situation. <laughs> no, but uh, I know when we would go uh, did conferences, you get all of the branded items from the conference. Right. And like, it's branded with the mugs of the uh, sponsors and it's like, yeah, brand- like the logos, the and, logos, yeah. and it's just like trashy pins and like, Yes, that what do the pins have on on them? Paper the, or whatever. The name of the conference or like yeah. whatever, right? All this stuff. A lanyard. So what we did is we went out and we found a way to get um these really neat, uh, really good, well insulated water bottles. That then I went out and pulled all of their own company logos and had their company logo put on the water bottle. Oh, nice. And that is definitely something you can only do with a conference with 10 people in it. So that's (laughs) yes. And it was, it was fascinating watching people's eyes light up because, you know, they have the logo, but then their company buys like shirts or or stuff. But like, this was a gift of like, because I want people to use this. I don't want them to go home and throw it away. Like I, I want them (laughs) like me, (laughs) like me. Yeah, exactly. Good job. Uh, I also we also bought a um, uh, a book uh, that we've heard really good things about, and I actually read beforehand. Um, and then 
this was actually somebody else's idea. And I was like, oh, this is genuinely good. Because Megan and I went back and forth on, do we give them an, an, like, an audible credit for the book? Do we buy oh, the audio the, book for them? Or the book book. Or the physical book. Yes. And we went round and round on this, and I'm still not 100% sure on this. But here's the beautiful thing that happened. Um, we bought the, the physical book. And we like the physicality of this. And here's the other thing that it did. One of the people who were attended when we when they got the book and I explained what it was and how like what we did that this weekend was all about building resiliency and anti-fragile things in life and how we are making our businesses better by being in community. She stopped and she said, Can we all sign this? Oh yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. And so, like a yearbook. We all, I said, absolutely grab a pen. We all stood up, stepped to the right and everybody wrote something and it turned into everybody writing their impression of that person from that weekend. And I have not seen so many grown adults unexpectedly cry (laughs) in a long time because like like this weekend was it the weekend was emotional it was long there was a lot going on and people don't do a lot of self reflection and to re- they read ten, nine other people's responses about how impressed they were with their work how much they appreciated their input how much you know they wished them luck on everything like all those all those comments like i was i i, I was even like who <laughs> like that was totally unexpected and I absolutely loved it. of just like, it was a pure, like I like, she was like, we need to sign these. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure some people were like, Oh, great. I can't sell this book now. <laughs> Cause you know, some people aren't readers, <laughs> but I was just like, you know, th- hopefully this will be a memory for them. At least a reminder of something they did. And yeah, that's I don't true. know. I don't know. They just but, put it on their shelf at their office or whatever. And- yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, I was like, that's really cool. Okay, I'm glad we got the book. I know not everybody will read it, um, which is fine. Uh, but I was like, that was that was kind of worth it to have that opportunity as a that's good mini yearbook. About- that's true. That's kind of nice. yeah. I'm just trying to ruminate, not ruminate too much on the word, the fact that you just said the word anti fragile, and I'm like, that's weird sentence but all right I was like, <laughs> well actually actually that's the, actually that's the name of the book and and that's the whole, oh, okay I was like, that's the whole premise of this of this book and i don't agree with the author on 100 percent things he said but that's fine basically <laughs> he he starts the book by asking the question what's the opposite of fragile i mean it's fair but like you would say something like sturdy robust resilient not anti-fragile. <laughs> oh, no, no, because what are the properties of something that's fragile? Breaks. It breaks. Yeah. Something that's so sturdy, saying. it just doesn't break. Yeah. And, and the aspect of fra- fragility isn't an aspect of getting weaker and more likely to break the next time. What is the thing that gets stronger after repetitive stress? Mm. And so he landed on the word anti-fragile. And yeah, I don't like it. It sounds weird. No, nobody likes it. Not, but not sold kind in that. Of, I kind of agree. It's like the best we have because everything else is just like, <laughs> oh, like, oh, it's more robust. Well, that just means it's less likely to break next time. 
it's not stronger. It's not like then it was like, okay, well, maybe resilient. Um, but that doesn't quite get to the aspect of it either. Cause like when you mail glass, you put fragile on it. What would you put on a box that, that would say this will be stronger at the end of this <laughs> thing through UPS? Like it's, I don't know. Um, and then he breaks down like economically, what does anti-fragility look like? Um, biologically, what does it look like? Um, in communities, what does it look like? And in all these different aspects. And it's not really so much of a business book as just a purview through all these different categories of what it means to do and 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 pointing out examples of that um over time uh and i think i as i read it and i don't know if anybody else i constantly think of like what does this mean for me like how do i do that like I don't, whatever like <laughs> so um and i was also really stressing out because i knew that one of the attendants there is literally a walking encyclopedia of business books um she reads more than i think any other person that i am aware of that like reads of like not just not just like she doesn't read a whole lot of like self-improvement books she reads everything like she's a insatiable reader she does all through audible constantly she was she read three books as she was traveling to this thing like that's the kind of person that she good night that's ridiculous. So I'm sitting here going like the last thing I want to do is gift a book and have somebody say, Oh, I've read this. Like, no, mm. like, yeah, but that's always a problem with books, right? You can't. Mm. Yeah. So there's I, like literally 7 billions of them made every day, but like somebody's already read it. Somebody. <laughs> this actually, so when we did the um, open house uh, for the kids, uh, <laughs> Lillian was in the classroom for a teacher and she had this massive bookshelf and the teacher was talking about how so excited she was. She was, be reading this year and um and all this stuff and she, she like reached up and she's like and i can't wait to read you this series it's only four books from the series but we're gonna read the first one um together and then you can read the other three later and Lily turns to me dad those are the boxcar children i've already read those <laughs> the teacher goes oh well i'm sure you would like this story and she pulls it down and Lily turns to me and goes i've already read all the Dooney b jones books dad <laughs> All of oh, that's true. Yeah, dang gosh, yeah, it's like yeah, seventy of those books. There's, like, well, there's there's twenty in like the like the first like run through. Um, yeah, like all the most popular ones that kind of go through the end. But yeah, and seriously, the month before school began, Lillian said, "I'm going to read one of these a day," and she did. Um, <laughs> so, um, and she's like tore through like old Magic Treehouse and all this stuff. So, <laughs> the the teacher looked at me and was like, "Oh, she's a." She's a reader then, I guess. I said, we love the library. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't want that to happen. Um, I managed to pull it off. And I was like, I'm, this, is, I'm, <laughs> this is never happening again. <laughs> True. Because like, <in> <laughs> there were some easy, because I wanted to gift a book. Because I do think reading is important. And not enough people read. So, did you know that something like 70% of adults do not read another book after they graduate high school. Like I wasn't aware of the exact statistic. I knew it was going to be big, but that number hurt me yeah. on an emotional <laughs> level, just like deeply right now. Marry um, another book. <laughs> sitting here staring at my TBR pile. That's like 20 books deep. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what's that? I know. I know. Maybe very sad. Um, I, I think it's. A I also have the problem of I have a little side note. Here's a little uh, 
insight onto the topic of next week's show. Uh, I'm currently reading three books at a time right now. Um, so like we're gonna... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So I have I have uh some I just remember that something that I did this week that I will uh bring up next time. But okay, cool. anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry to hog. So I was just No worries. And <clears throat> there's all these like really, really popular books that are very beneficial, <clears throat> but literally everybody recommends them. Everybody. Yeah. And you talk to anybody who's like in the business world or a coach or like even just like people who are tangentially tangentially related. Tangentially. To Tangentially, yeah. Tangentially, tangentially, because it's tangent. Tangent. So tangentially, yeah, yeah. I I said it one time. I said it correctly. So there's where where they're like, oh, I've heard this is a good book, or like blah blah blah. So I was like, I I need to cut through all that. I need to. I no shocker here. I spent probably a month. (laughs) That is true. Figure out like the book that we were going to send home with people. This is unsurprising news. Like, <laughs> so, 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 yet again, all the more reason for me, us to keep it an hour away from my house so I can actually do this. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was, oh, that's it, great. It was, it was a good weekend. Uh, we'll do it again. I have to figure out where. Uh, yeah. I'm glad it was successful. I know it was like a big, like, a bit random, and you were unsure about, like, okay, well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And I absolutely appreciate uh, your and uh, uh, Susan's uh, review of said booklet. Um, and God, she's a professional here. Um, I, you know, um, it's <laughs> <laughs> and everything. And I don't know if I told you, but I did. I did end up the original booklet was like almost 50 pages or something. Uh, yeah, yes. Which is a lot. Um, I stripped out, like I took the book and I basically just cut it in half and all the preamble stuff. I just set as pre-generated like automatic emails to go out at set time interval. That's a very wise decision. I think yeah. you made there <laughs> so that like, cause all that stuff I realized was like, Oh, this is all really important for them to know. Like, before, before they, they get here right? <laughs> like this is all prep work uh <laughs> like i need to do something different um so it, and it also helped me to like okay i know i've got an email coming out next week i could let me add some more detail to it or update them on arrival or update them on like location and stuff so it helped me stay on track too of like uh, this email is going out gonna be beneficial to them but i can also add retreat updates to it as needed or just let it oh yeah out. That's a good point. That's probably a good move, right? <clears throat> Plus, it's less intimidating, like less daunting, right? Anti daunting, right? Maybe that's ah. the thing. Uh, <laughs> ha ha! Of them to <laughs> for them to have uh, not like to arrive at a retreat and then immediately be presented with like a massive tome to go through, right? So if they they've already had some preamble and then they get like just the stripped down like workbooky version it's like much smaller much less intimidating um that's probably just a better experience for the attendee yeah uh, and, in and general it's, and it's cheaper to print and, right like, yeah oh my gosh <laughs> yeah <laughs> other things i learned were very expensive um flip charts flip <clears throat> charts like the big like 
where you just flip them over or you can tear them off and they're sticky on the back like a big oh yeah yes i know i'm aware these are things these are a premium in a school environment right these things are like guarded with your life fifty dollars a piece yeah yeah imagine how many of those you go through in a year uh in like the lower elementary oh like a billion right these are insane. Like I was like, oh, I like so truthfully, we only use like five pieces of paper, which is fine. But again, I didn't know how many yeah. we were going through. And maybe next time we go through more. And the ones with the sticky, like the post-it note thing on the back, right, are like the premium ones anyway. Yes. Like you can get like the spiral bound, like the ones that are like top spiral, you yeah. can probably get those for like twenty bucks. Right. But they're not as like good well They're and like, you have to have a what for them you have to have a stand for them yes. right which i have two command hooks on my wall ah uh that i just permanent attach to the wall but the stand is the most common like it's you can't it's, it makes it slightly less usable like you have to like take it down and like flip it over and like do your thing like sure so <clears throat> yeah if you do it the other way you have to have this big awkward easel thing right that is not super wieldy right it just takes up a lot of space and it's in the way yep and i didn't know the layout of the room and i was like true my, i just wanted these and i did i just tore them off and like stuck them to the wall and like a yeah. door and like, just had them around the room mm. that we were in i was like done we have a board <laughs> yeah and it I, so i i was like like Megan was like, "How much are these?" And I was like, "Yeah, they're stupid." I had no idea they were this much. I had no idea. Yeah, we we used them like I used them like candy when I was at the Department of Conservation. Like those were our jam in meetings. Like I would so many, but I never yeah. bought them. They're <laughs> they expensive. There, and ridiculous. So this is why I have command strips that I attach to clothespins <laughs> and I stick uh, them on the wall. So I have like. Uh, the cheap paper that is like a it's like the legal pad version right so it's like really not great paper and you can't like flip it over because it just like disintegrates and rips itself off yeah so i just write on it and then like tear it off and then i stick it on the wall if i need it for something like oh hey here's something important we're gonna do bam (laughs) and i throw it up on my little hooks (laughs) (laughs) no i like that or just tape it directly to the wall that's what i did with my because I have the same anchor chart as the language arts teacher about like written responses, you know, how to write a good response for the question, you know, like restating your answer, providing evidence, those like reminders. I just copied hers and put it in my room so that they're practicing the same skill over and over again. Ha. But I just taped that thing to the wall. Boom. Like, I didn't even get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I wanted something that I could move that we could set up and take yeah in a conference situation that's you can't like you have to have it be mobile and throw it up there so yeah it is the best thing but they are stupidly priced it's ridiculous well i've got two of them and if if these go bad before next year i'm gonna be really angry yeah (laughs) keep them away from the children hide them hide them up in the attic right like don't don't Lots, lots to improve, but I was uh, <coughs> super excited to see how it went down. Uh, well, do it again. 
I'm glad. Glad it went well. Hooray. Hey. About, about my updates. Nice. I'll leave you the preview of the rant that I have planned for next episode. It does have to do with books, right? Conveniently, we have a bit of a segue between episodes. Look at that. Two episodes related without even trying. Uh, When you were talking about everybody always recommends the same books, right? And it's just a lot of samesies and it's really weird and annoying uh, in the business book world. Yeah. Well, because I have been Googling more mystery novels to buy right google recognized that and started recommending to me these like videos of book reviewers on youtube so i have fallen i have been watching some of the like quote booktube stuff and it's weird okay and it's confusing and i have thoughts and so okay. <laughs> thoughts on booktube <laughs> Oh man, it's weird. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> so that's what. There's your stinger for next time. Tune in next time for Brandon's thoughts about BookTube and how it's weird <laughs> and weird. So there you go. I will come buckled and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. be ready. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully next time I'm recording from an office with like <coughs> computer and uh, internet and <laughs> we'll see we're not gonna hold our breath we're gonna not, not, <laughs> I hope I mean, pack I hope the laptop this time that's what you guys step one step one and I have to wait for T-Mobile to send the internet thingy to me oh uh, yeah so nice alright look forward to that look to, okay and we'll wrap that okay Okay. Love you. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> Bye.